Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I have three special guests with me. We are going to be breaking down Poshfest 2023, which I did not attend, um, but I thought it'd be really great to have three people on here to give their perspectives on how Poshfest was for them and uh, hear the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, all that, all that stuff, all things you want to hear, all the tea. All right, so sit back, relax, and we will see you at the table. Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Um, I know people will be interested to hear because not everyone goes to Poshfest. And I feel like there wasn't that much content that went out about Poshfest this year, which was very interesting. There were like some pictures of people doing things and whatever, but that was really it. So you guys have the inside scoop. So before we get into day one and day two of Poshfest, we're just going to go around and introduce yourself to our listeners. And we're gonna start with Liz, cause you're the first one on my screen. Oh, oh thank you so much for having me, Danielle. I of appreciate course. this. Um, um, my name is Liz. I go by the hashtag, realize you is my everywhere um, call tag, I guess. Realize you posh is my Instagram. Um, I've been on Poshmark since 2013. And this was my third Poshfest, 2016, 2019. And this one, I've, I've decided I only go to ones I can drive to from Las Vegas, which is where I'm based. And so because of it's already got expensive around it with the hotels and everything. So if I can drive, I'm open to it. So uh, this was my third one. So beautiful. Thank you. Of course. Crystal. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Crystal Galaxy Finds. Um, I This is my first Posh Fest. I mainly sell vintage i sell on uh poshmark depop little on ebay um little on mercari i guess uh but yeah this was my first time at posh fest and also my first time in california so that was a big reason why i wanted to go because i had actually never been to california before and san diego looked lovely and it was so um that was that was my reasoning but it it was cool <laughs> nice nice alex your turn Hello, everyone. I'm Alex. Um, you may know me as House of Cloth. I mostly sell on Poshmark, but I'm on, I think, like six different platforms now. <laughs> uh, and this was my fourth Poshfest. I went to Dallas, Phoenix, and Houston before San Diego. But I'd nice. never been to San Diego, so um, I kind of just wanted a vacation and to reunite with some people I met last year at Poshfest. Um, and I'm actually originally from New England and I'm a longtime listener of the podcast. So I'm really excited to be on here. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, well, I'm excited to have you guys on here before we get into like what day one looked like. What was your overall feeling of Posh Fest this year? Cause you guys have been, well, minus Crystal. So I'll go Liz and Alex compared to other Posh Fests. How did this one rank for you guys? Well, for me, um, the the swag bag was the best it's ever been which was was so you know just start with that because i've been kind of disappointed but no they did a great job um they did announce that they had other support this time like list perfectly um they had they had players that were going to participate that you know put money into it so they had you know booths and so forth but they've had them in the past the i mean four meals were included with the ticket because i've always heard people complain about the ticket price 
of it's usually about $250, which seems steep. But I do a lot of conventions, a lot of these types of conventions where it's voluntary to go and it's kind of work supported, but it's, you know, a lot of them are cheaper. This one is a, is a little pricier, but I've never been disappointed in the value of what they've given us as far as, I mean, four meals were, were available, breakfast and lunch, both days. Um, and then the swag bag was, I mean, this one was really great. And a t-shirt and then those kinds of things. And that was separate from what you could pick up from the vendors, you know, the, the pens or whatever else you want to get. So those, I was really, um, those were kind of cool. That was fun. And overall, it was definitely, there was no big takeaways for me. For me, it was, I have no notes, none, no notes. Okay. I took none. So, I mean, even in the um, State of the Union in the past years, I took notes because there was revelations. This year, nothing. I got no notes. So, and that, that's an overall feeling. We can, I'll get into details after everyone else has a chance All to right. share theirs. Okay. Alex, how about you? Yeah, uh, definitely the budget was higher this year than in previous ones. Um, the resort it was at was a lot nicer, I thought. And it was great that we could just walk straight from the hotel room to, the conference where it was being held. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I wouldn't say I learned anything. I kind of knew that going in. I wasn't going to like, you know, come away with like revolutionary information, but um, it's just fun to network. So it's always worth it for that, in my opinion. Definitely worth the price. Interesting. And Crystal, what are your thoughts as like a newbie going in? So um, I've actually, well, I've been on Poshmark since 2015. So like, yeah. I've just never, I don't know, like I've wanted to go to Poshfest in the past and like, it just never happened. And um, I thought, I thought the swag bag was real cool. Like it was nice bag, nice stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a good first impression. The night before we got to pick them up and the hotel was super nice. And when we got in there in the morning and like, we sat at all the tables. I was like, "Ooh, this is so fancy. Like, but yeah, the, the like state of the union, I was like, okay, okay. And then when we got our like little agenda thing, I was like, I was trying to figure out like what I was going to go to. And some of the stuff was just kind of underwhelming. Like there was literally a self-confidence boot camp twice <laughs> on the first day. And I was like, Ooh, no, thank you. Yeah, yes. we were we were all over it, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, yes. MLM. Right. So I'm like, I was looking for the stuff that like I was gonna get the most value out of, obviously. But yeah, the the like the people I met like right from walking in was great. Like everybody was super nice and friendly, and you know I recognized a lot of faces that like I'd seen on Instagram. Like I didn't like know these people, but I was like, I feel like I know these people. <laughs> so like mm. that was cool. And then, you know, I saw Liz, we ended up sitting at the same table, like by chance, like it was so weird. She just came over and I was like, Oh wait. <laughs> so I know you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. So, so yeah, it was, it was a good first impression I would say, but you know. <laughs> All right. So I'll oh, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. It was definitely more heavily focused on the live selling, which obviously they just started within the last year. So that makes sense. But yes. Yeah, I have <laughs> thoughts on that. <laughs> and I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, okay. So Crystal, you have the agenda in front of you. Let's get into what day one looked like. So you walk in day one. What are you, what, what's happening? All right. So just from nine to 10, there was just like registration, breakfast, 
in the uh the meet the posher icebreaker they gave us these like they gave us bingo cards, bingo cards which they also gave us at posh party live that i went to last month it's like the same thing almost and then meet the posher and it was like you were supposed to talk to everyone at your table and like you know like i prefer coffee or tea i like cats or dogs like it was just <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> weird stuff it's so, like the like, things they make that. you do day one in class and you're like i don't well, want to do this okay like, a lot of people were doing the bingo card but i didn't finish mine and i just yeah. kind of forgot it existed like <laughs> midday it did so, it does help you meet people i you know it, yeah. i don't like to do them yeah. either but other people love them and i wind up meeting people that's that yeah. is nice it's yeah. a nice thing you know it's yeah, corny corny but it works in the end yes right <laughs> right yeah so like after all that there was the state of the union and then the word of posh fest shine okay can't wait together to get into that shine. yes the together we shine community p- panel so that was that was okay. like for a half an hour i don't even remember what was said or what what happened then but the guy then that's when the guy broke into his rap wasn't it was it the next no no, no that was wait oh wait was it i think, I think it that's was. when he broke into the rap at the end of it which was pretty impressive all like, right whoa, so wait I because i want i want to talk about this but say the union what was discussed anything that like any mm-hmm. takeaways uh, he it was very about, like, superficial. you guys are really very. selling it just so you know you're really selling it, it was right now very it was very underwhelming i think what crystal said it was very superficial it was like oh okay it is up on yeah. on youtube though if you want to watch it though okay. the the state of the union so uh the, the hackathon Manish? oh yeah Manish. yeah yeah Yep. I think he yep. gave a sneak peek of one of the new features in the yeah. state of the game. Yeah. Was wait. Posh, was the posh party, the open the posh lives joining the posh party. The whole thing. <laughs> yes, posh party yeah. live. He started talking yeah. about yeah. Which yeah. Can I, I just I ask know. who asked for that in the community? It's because the uh, parties sorry. are obsolete. I know Alex, I know you're a life seller, but <laughs> right. who asked for that? it's it's well she has a good point the parties are they make no sense to anybody other than that's when people are on the app i guess yeah yeah seven to nine it's seven to nine pacific time you haven't used it alex okay no i might try it though it looks like i watched some people using it had like higher viewers than usual so maybe it's helping with the audience i'm not sure (laughs) but but here's the thing we don't know if it correlates to sales right right like you can have a ton of viewers but and it's good to build your audience base because they'll fall in love with who you are and what it is that you sell. But like, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing to come out with when there's so many other things that need to be fixed on the platform. <laughs> All right. Well, so yeah, that's an easy you- transition. It was an easy transition for them. It was. Because of the lives yeah. are already up and running and functioning and they've got their team. I think it's just plug and play in a lot of these extra little things that they're adding on. I, yeah. I don't think it's, yeah, they're already in that department so right all right so see the union comes and goes we learn basically nothing it's just fluff and then we've got shine what what is what does this even mean this is i don't know it was just like the word of the theme posh fest everybody two days you know, you got uh, what's her name, Amanda Weiss or whatever. Yep. She's like, shine, shine. You know, like she's she's got energy. She is. Yes, she does. She's adorable, <laughs> but like she's she's got all this energy and she's up on stage and dancing around and yeah. And so there was uh, her, and then there was what's her name, the the other one who's like who opened she's VP with customer, 
It was Cousin, Tracy, was it, Tracy's son. Oh, Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Could have, was it, yeah. She, she was up there, talk. I think. And then there was someone else. All I right, didn't so write it, down people's names. It's so. okay. There's people up there and we're, we're, we're. Yeah. Yeah, shine was, the theme, shine was the theme yes. of the weekend. That was the theme yes, of was, the whole thing. Yeah. But did yeah, they so. give explanation as to what shine meant to Poshmark? Probably, but Just I don't think shine. That's everyone glazed. Yeah. yeah, you shine oh you shine in, you know, I don't know. They picked the word. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I okay. don't know. I think now, there was a the underlying theme was to encourage those of us that are not doing i mean those people that are not doing lives to do it like get out of your don't be afraid you're you're, right and you have different reasons but there are i mean i would think that suspect that a lot of people have their fears based in they don't want to be seen they don't know they don't they think it has to look a certain way so they don't do it and i think the whole thing was about everyone's available everyone can do it everyone has access to it and go do the lives because it is it is working it is working for the people that are taking it on and consistent and so forth it's working so i think that was kind of where they were going the first day when i looked at the agenda going into it was first day is about lives second day is about the meat and then my mind but i have a feeling most of the live sellers it was completely opposite because i noticed a ton of the people on friday went thrifting the place was emptier on friday they were gone the life sellers i mean they were there to be see and be seen um on thursday and the first day in curiosity and that's when everyone's going to be there so let me be there but i noticed a lot of people on friday the, the crowd was smaller on friday interesting they went thrifty or the beach or wherever they went right, right. the pool <laughs> you know right 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 and you know if they hadn't been to california before that was their day to go with their little with their small pod of people they were you know, there to meet. Right. So they had had a chance to meet on Thursday and then Friday they were off to wherever they wanted to go. So they didn't care Alex, about Alex, what were your thoughts on the State of the Union and then this whole shine thing? Yeah, it just, I don't know. It was a lot of like, just talk. I didn't really know <laughs> what he was trying to get across to us, but yeah, I think by shine, yeah, I think they're talking about like being behind the camera the live selling and just being yourself and yeah i, I miss the old thing though the embrace your weirdness mm. <laughs> that was better <laughs> yeah that is a good one i like embrace your weirdness way more than shine <laughs> yeah all right so after all this we have breakout sessions right crystal yes okay right, well after that we had we had lunch after okay that. well lunch you know <laughs> I have Lunch to pull up the agenda here too, because I'm like trying to remember what all happened. It's all a blur still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I Good know, thing I'm Crystal like still comes uncovered. prepared. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so let's see. We had lunch from 12 to 1, and then from 1 to 3.30, there was breakout block 1. And um, so there was a Posh Shows 101 demo. Okay. There was um, a Posher's Guide to Starting on Social Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. There was the self-confidence boot camp. There were the Posh Show Studio. So that was where there were sellers like Alex did a show where, you know, they just had people coming in and selling stuff on their shows. So they had like okay. a Posh Show thing set up, which was cool. Three, um, three of it them. It looked yeah, nice. Three different stations where you could put your phone and your nice. people and you were yeah. set up to bring four or five items and had 15 minutes or so to sell whatever you were there when when yeah. you were there but it wasn't posh's crowd it was your own crowd nice. so that yeah. was a little interesting too but i guess because you're shipping and all that stuff it has to be your your right. you know your profile yeah. so okay. yeah they had a shipping station too like you could if you brought the item with you and sold it in the live you could just go to their shipping station and send it out which was really cool um but yeah, and then they had stand out and stand apart, become an inventory expert with shopgoodwill.com. So Goodwill was in I, like, I think, four different sessions, maybe. I yeah. was there. I, what? Was interesting. I didn't go to yeah, any good, of the Goodwill ones because they were I like did. full and they were in the smaller room. So they were like full. And I was like, mm, yeah, but like, yeah. I kind of wanted to see what Goodwill was was talking about. All right, we'll, I, we'll I, get we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to that. Okay. Hold it. Hold hold that thought, Liz. We'll okay. get to that because okay. you went to one. All right, and then yeah, was yeah. that it? Was that all the sessions for day one? That was block one. So block there was one. two blocks. Okay, so out of block one, which ones did you go to, Liz? We'll start with you. Um, I I know I went to the shop Goodwill one, but I don't remember which day. Um, I don't remember which one I went to. To be honest, wait. Um. I think whatever one I went to, I wandered out of because it didn't, it didn't strike me. I know what the two that I went to that's, that I, that stuck with, I went to Sonia's, Sonia, the grateful posture did a whole um, behind the scenes of how she strategizes and lays out her. And that was so informative. Um, and then the, the Goodwill one, which was interesting. So those were the two I, of the two days in the two days I went to. Sonia's the was Goodwill the second Goodwill one, what exactly were they trying to promote? Brands? And it, I had to ask somebody, I wound up sitting next to, um, the, the one, oh, I got a recloth collective. Oh Re-cloth yeah. Collective. Well, I was actually, well, I was w- with some sitting next to one of the gals that was with her. And I said, well, a posher, or I, I couldn't figure it out because she was taught. She goes, no, she's with goodwill, but I swear the gal was as if she had a closet. She was sharing the brands that she was like a, like a YouTube sharing the brands to pick up sharing. Um, it was an education on brand. I know it was like, it, it didn't make huh. sense. Um, what, why goodwill was giving that information. You know, it was like, um, I don't know. It, it yeah, it was like a primitive kind of teaching you what brands to pick up and, okay. Oh, and, and color and, and style and fabric content, those kinds of basics and coming from goodwill. Mm, okay. I would say that's not Goodwill's and, wheelhouse, but okay. And and every region's Goodwill is different. Every city, yes. every right, every conceptual way of doing it is. I all mean, different. they're franchised. They're not. Yeah, right, it's a franchise. Right. So it was a little interesting. Um, and okay. every store, um, you know, some stores that you know, they have the color. You you don't. Most of the bland stuff winds up in the bins. You know, those kind. They didn't say any of that stuff, but. Yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. It was interesting. Okay. So, Crystal, which session did you go to in block one? So, I went to the 
social media one only because like I was gonna go to the Goodwill one but then I walked over there and it was full and I was like no thanks and so um then I ended up like getting my t-shirt done because we all got like a t-shirt and Mm -hmm. so like I I kind of missed like half of the session but like I you know I came in like halfway through and um like I was like I'm not a beginner on social media so I don't know if this is gonna have any value um I basically didn't really make much for notes like they they were talking about like you know what value do you want to offer your community what formats are you comfortable with what are your strengths like to I don't know but <laughs> so very like, okay. basic social media 101 kind of yeah stuff. Yeah, so like I feel like that first block didn't really have anything for anyone that wanted like information. Yeah, like <laughs> substance. Yes. So like that I kind of was doing other stuff in okay. between that. Yeah. So all right, Alex, what about you? So I went to the self-confidence boot camp <laughs> in the first oh, block. Tell me about it, please. <laughs> and I only went because my my friends were going to it um and it was nearby the posh studios and I was trying to get my confidence boost before doing my live show (laughs) did it work um it was okay it was kind of fun but pointless in a way like we all just went around and we did like told a story we each had to say a word and like complete the sentence basically and then we would like strut our stuff down the red carpet basically that was it um, okay <laughs> and then so you I did, did the pause studio right so tell us about that yeah so I don't normally do share shows so it was a little uncomfortable for me and just not being in the comfort of my own home was yeah. weird but um yeah it was cool I mean Poshmark reimbursed my ticket for doing it so that was cool <laughs> okay <laughs> okay was that like so did you have to sign up for this ahead of time? Like, how did how did that work? So I actually applied to speak. And then anyone okay. that wasn't chosen to speak, they offered, or not anyone, but some people, I guess they offered. Whoever they chose. Right. Opportunity. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's the first time I've heard Poshmark reimbursing in that way. So that's interesting to me. Yeah. And it wasn't just Posh credit. So. Oh, it was actual cash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow, I'm impressed. Yes, that's that's impressive. Well, that also shows, and I think all of us listening would reiterate this: is how much they're really heavily focusing into lives that they're willing to pay you cash back on your ticket. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and it was a substantial amount, two fifty, right? So that's that says a lot. Um, Okay, well, that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. All right, (laughs) block two. Okay. All right, block two. We had how long were these sessions? Sorry, I didn't ask. Um, so the block one went from one, like it says one to one forty-five, but then it all it also says oh, because breakout blocks were from one to three thirty. So, oh, there were three blocks. Okay, yeah. So this the first one was one to one forty-five. The second one was one fifty-five to two forty. Okay. So okay, so they had the posh shows masterclass. I don't know if that was different than the posh shows 101 but yeah i would assume it is yeah and then they had the social media masterclass and video strategy okay so uh, then they had a brand building immersive experience 
and they had the Pasho studio still. Um, they had the stand out, stand apart, be expert with goodwill or whatever again. And then they had the self-confidence boot camp again. So okay. they repeated two of the ones from the first okay. breakout block. Um, Do we have any thoughts on this session? On this block, I'm sorry. Um, well, I did the, the past show during that session. So I missed everything. Um, I wish I could have gone to the social media masterclass, though. I heard people actually learned a lot in that one. And That's I got good. a few little tips from that was... people that did attend. That's the one with, with yeah. Sonia, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know that she did both days, though. I only I only think she did it on day two. They may have had different speakers on the first day. Okay, but the context or the you know the goal was similar. But yeah, I believe she only did one day. That was my understanding, and I could be wrong, but that's what okay. I think. She's a great so, one to follow if you want to go down that road, no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she was on the podcast, Sonia. Right, right, right. We talked. We, she was on. I don't know, mm. a couple months ago. Um, okay, so what were your thoughts on the masterclass that you went to, Alex? Oh, I didn't go because I was. Oh, doing you didn't my go. Show. Oh, sorry, right, right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you went, Crystal, to any of the masterclasses? So I didn't go to anything in this session because I think I went out to get coffee. <laughs> That's way more important. <laughs> I know. I needed coffee, and then I ran into Isa at the coffee shop. Not and surprising. And I think she sent you a photo of us. Yes. And she was like, I yes, ran into did. your friends. Yes, she did. <laughs> and so, yeah, everyone was getting coffee because for some reason, they took the coffee away after breakfast. Like, yeah. it was like a coffee stand and then they took it away. So everybody needed to go get coffee. And um, I was or very coke. tired at that point. So I think I, yeah, I didn't, I just kind of wandered around until, oh, and then I went and saw my friends do Pasho. So the oh, two nice. people I was rooming with were both in the posh shows. One of them was in Alex's posh show and um Danielle. And <laughs> so that was that was cool. I got to watch them do that. But nice. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go to anything. <laughs> Can I so well, as I, a, a spectator of that, Crystal, what was your perception of live shows seeing it in a more tangible way? Like I thought it looked really cool, but like also I was like, wow, it's really like polished and really like neat and I don't have that kind of room or setup or you know that like I don't I've done paw shows like I've done two of them and I don't really have the space for it right now or like the setup but once I have my like my shed thing set up I'm going to be able to do that mm -hmm. hopefully but the the two shows I did I had to bring everything to my mother's house and set it up so yeah 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 it's like if you have the setup and everything for it, like, awesome. But it's, I don't think Being everyone able to has leave that. It set up, right. Being right, able to like, leave it yeah. set up is critical for the consistency and long-term viability, I think. And, and, you know, so people in your living room, your family has to be okay with it. If you're, if that's where it's going to be. Yeah. And, you know, you, and cause it really, the setup is so that you have your tools and everything around you and the clothes it's got to be a, an area that can look cool and be able to be left that way day in and day right. out. Right. I believe. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I okay. In my, and, oh, sorry, Alex, go ahead. <laughs> I just do it in my office space here and it's very small, but I make it work. But so, you have I a think, designated area, which I think yeah. 
mm-hmm. helps, right? Even if it is a small office space, at least you have like that little section that's always there that you can easily manipulate and do a show. Because I do think there is something to like, when your space is smaller, you don't really have an area where it's easy for you to even photograph. How are you going to do a live show? It makes it a little more complicated. Now, yes, I know people do them on the road and their car and all these different places, but not mm-hmm. everyone is able to do such things. And, um, right. you know, there's a lot of organization that goes into it, whether we all want to admit it or not. There's a lot of back end work that goes into these live shows mm-hmm. and work pre show and post show that goes on. So, um, just seeing people do it is great, but really understanding what that behind the scenes looks like. And I think it's nice when you have an office space to just kind of shove everything in and then make a mess and clean it all up when you, when you can, if it's in your dining room, it makes it a little more complicated because other people that theoretically can live in your space and they have to deal with it too, you know? Right. right. It was cool having a couple people on the show that had never done a PAS show before. So they were extremely nervous and they said, you know, I made them feel more comfortable. So made me feel good. Good. (laughs) That's great. All right. So then we have block three. Yes. Block three. That was from 245 to 330. Okay. Yeah. So another PAS shows masterclass. We got, um, Creating video content that shines with meta, uh, trends on the horizon, and merchandising to increase sales. Uh, more Posh Show Studio, uh, brand building immersive experience, speed networking, and the storytelling set Closet Confessional. Uh, what's that last one? That's interesting. That sounds interesting. I don't know. I didn't. I like. I didn't go to that one, so I have no idea what that was. Did anyone go to any of these sessions in Block Three? No, I did. You did. Which I, one did you go to? So I was really interested to see Meta because I was like, I was going to say that intrigued me. Meta. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to see that. And um, I actually did learn a lot. And the the woman from Meta was really cool. Like she, like she showed us like her profile. Like she was, I forget what she was the, the head of some like of creative something. Like she. You know, she did stuff with like celebrities and different stuff, and she showed she us. She had blonde hair, short blonde hair. No, okay. No. Um, I did a session a few years ago with the lady from Meta, who well was Facebook then. Um, yeah, she had short blonde hair, very similar background to what you're explaining. Anyway, continue. yeah. Well, so she, you know, people were able to ask a lot of questions about like Instagram, and she did tell us like, you know, reels do get the most attention so like if you make reels like your your stuff is going to be seen by more people than static photos and whatever and so I actually started taking videos like while I was there because I was like okay I guess I'm going to start and then they made a special um posh fest meta account on Instagram that you could like tag for all of your reels and so that was cool too because I guess like remember what she she was like you know send them to us tag us and then when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if they were going to feature them or something. Well, I, I didn't get what that was, but um, I followed it and I tagged them. So whatever. But I mean, I felt that like- to me seems valuable. Oh, yeah, that was because like I was not really making reels at all. And because like I, it kind of like intimidated me, but she showed us that they actually have like, um, what are they? Templates that okay. you can oh. so you could just pick a template with a song already in it and it will tell you how many videos of how many seconds that will fit into this template okay. so like and then it's kind of like it's a trending song or a trending type of video and it gets more views that way so i thought that was pretty cool i haven't used the template yet but i have made a bunch of reels so yeah that's great <laughs> so i'm just gonna say because i know crystal I've known Crystal personally for a long time. The way that you just explained it is totally how your brain works. Like there's a format, it is a template, it's broken down, it gives you exactly what it is. But but honestly, a lot of people need that. It's not just a you yeah. thing. Like a lot oh, yeah. of, you know, when it's something so new or something you're uncomfortable with, like that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. <laughs> Alex, did you go to any of the sessions? I was trying to remember. <laughs> I did. I went to Trends on the Horizon. Okay, was that a good one? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, they okay. had a lot of like charts. I wish I would have taken more notes, but um, they talked about looking at like Google Trends and basically how to like source smarter for your closet. Um, I kind of wish they would have talked more about actual merchandising and like displaying the product and stuff like that. But yeah, it was interesting. Maybe they have a suggestions area where you can throw that there the way because that's actually a really good topic. Yeah. And you can I mean, invite the, in I mean a real like a merchandiser firm for any store, department store, any type of retail store, because that's all they do. Yeah, and I, I previously worked in visual merchandising. So I was oh. hoping they would talk more about that since that was like the name of the session, but right. it was still interesting. See, I feel like, okay, so I feel like block one was kind of like fluff almost. Mm -hmm. Block two was okay, but block three really contained some some substance for people to really take in. So, okay. Block three redeemed day one for me. Um, Okay, and then after (laughs) sessions are over, what happens? So there there was a fireside chat, which I did not God, memories. Yeah, right? (laughs) scarred i was like and it's in the ballroom i'm like there's no fire there's i need to pick a different name right so it was like it was called enter your personal style era fireside chat with tiffany brasino i don't know who that is but then there was the wrap-up and then there was happy hour which they just like they was that the day they did tacos i don't know yeah i think so and and then they had the posh playground Mm-hmm. so the play cool. the playground was really cool it was more like a photo op thing like if they Got just it. had oh, a yeah. bunch of those like boxes set up yep. you could take pictures yep. in and there was a dj and there was like there's all kinds of props there was a big wall where you could write your closet name on it and it was it was cool like it looked really nice and we got free drinks and free tacos nice <laughs> not a bad way to end the day <laughs> yeah yeah that was cool all it right. was unlimited drinks too within that hour. <laughs> That's a little scary. That's but a little scary. In the past, they've given us tickets, so you only got like yeah. two. 
Yeah. <laughs> the lines were long. They, they yeah. clearly yeah. had some money from investors. Yeah. Investors yeah. of some sort because <laughs> they've never done that before where it's unlimited ever. Mm-mm. Especially when it comes to alcohol because that's very expensive. Even the bartenders were like, it's last call. Do you want an extra drink? So people were like double fisting at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh it was a little my God. <laughs> they wanted everyone loose, man. They wanted everyone to be like happy Clearly. and just. <laughs> I was talking to Crystal about this. I was like, oh my God, this is like my worst nightmare. A bunch of intoxicated people all around me. Like worst nightmare. <laughs> I can't handle that. I just. <clears throat> I need to be like in my corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. So, okay. Day one ends day two, which is the one that everyone always waits for. It's the one that the community always talks about. How does the day start for day two? Well, I don't know if any of you went to yoga o'clock, but oh, they had yoga for half an hour at seven 30 in the morning. Yeah. No one's going to that after they typical. drink and had tacos That's all typical, night. That's typical though. That's no. that's normal very, for those types of conventions, though. Very normal. Also, yes. it's very San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no way am I up that early. And then breakfast was nine to nine forty-five, and the breakfast day two was absolute crap. <laughs> it wasn't as no good. Protein. No yeah, it was no just protein. Yeah, no protein. It was literally it was just pastry. Pastries. It was pastry. <laughs> yeah, pastries and muffins. So, it was nothing hot. Well, because they killed their the budget with all the booze. <laughs> Yeah, day well, one. It was all different people. I think the different vendors um, sponsored that meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felt like to be. So, like the day, you know, somebody, a Lauren budget vendor did day two breakfast. But day two awesome. lunch, I think, was, was oh, better. Yeah. Day yeah. Absolutely. Yes. They redeemed right, well, themselves. <laughs> I like that food is on the top of a priority list for this. Oh, yeah. This is great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so, so day two, we started at 9.50 from zero to 100K Posh Show's panel. So they had like people that were, that were you know, the 100K resellers. Right. Yeah, so that was... That's when the guy, wasn't that when the guy broke out in the... In the I don't know. I tried to block it out. It was very cringe. He was good, though. It was, <laughs> it was very, like, he broke out in, in song. And it was, and it was all by all the, the he'd obviously planned it but the whole thing was about poshmark it was really yeah. good it was this really guy that raps doesn't poshmark. doesn't he do live yeah. sales or he's on a yes. live sale oh yeah. he's he's like That's all live him. sales yeah he's yeah everybody knows him he was one of the panelists and he and he just took the opportunity at the very end of the 20 minutes and went off with this song and we were all like what is he doing and then we were really like oh my god he's good Whoa, like whoa i mean and he kept going it was like three or four minutes and it was like mm-hmm. at the end of it you're like damn that was good yeah so, yeah and he's he's really full of himself he he likes himself but that's you know <laughs> you have to be i guess <laughs> yes you know i don't give a bit i mean oh, yes good for you but you know yeah yeah so i'm curious this zero to 100k live sale thing what was like the overall impression i thought it i was want honesty inspiring. go ahead alex I thought it was very inspiring because, well, especially, mm-hmm. yep. I mean, all three, I think it was three people on that panel. They, uh-huh. yes, they were all very like, uh, honest about their journey, like the first show being terrible and then 
you know, just keep that they kept trying and kept doing it. And um, it was just very encouraging. And I felt like that was one of the better panels personally. Yeah. Okay. There but this is coming from a live lady. seller. So yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Different styles. There was an older right. black lady. Then what was the blonde gal's name with her and her husband? She's very prominent in the, in the reselling world. You guys, I mean, somebody else. Andrea. Andrea, her and her husband, you know, very polished, very cheerleader, you know, ready. Okay. I mean, she's a natural fit. And, and then there was the guy who I would think he probably does the, you know, different style stuff. So the, yeah. the mom of the, the old, was it a black gal or mix or Latino gal? I don't remember, but either. I don't remember the clothes. names of any of these people. Yeah, she was mama something, but she was darling and she had her crew, like the one corner of the whole room oh, went, yeah. when she spoke, you know. And she had a fan club. She, yeah, and she's, you know, she's not 25 and blonde and pretty and, you know, she's got, and she started from scratch and just built her community. And I think she probably sells nothing special. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't get that she sells, you know, the thing that palettes or the, or, or the free people. I don't get, I didn't get that. She knows her stuff. And she sells what people, you know, Chico, whatever. If it's in good condition, I get that's what she's selling. So, okay. I, yeah. And she had great stuff to share. It was wonderful. I All remember right, she, she was really big on what not first, Mama Chicky. Uh-huh. And then she, okay. moved, she moved to Poshfet or Poshmark. I'm not sure why. I feel like usually it goes the other way. But right, right. right. That's interesting. Crystal, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, I didn't really know any of them. So, like, I just you know, I listened to what they had to say. They all seemed, you know, very inspiring and, you know, it seems like they're doing well. I'm happy for them. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it's, you know, definitely not, I'm not my thing. Cause I'm not a live seller, but like, it was cool. Like to hear them all say that they're doing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting because our perception, everyone's perception of live sales and success is so different. And I think it all depends on if you are live selling or trying to live sell, or if you've done it and you didn't succeed. And like, I think a lot of that plays into, or if it's just not in your business model at all, like your, your perception of it all is going to be very different. Um, What, from what I'm gathering from day one and day two is this is the direction that Poshmark wants everyone to go in. Like, this is what they want. Um, And there's really no denying it given all the different sessions that, came out all the different things that they want you like Mm -hmm. to be confident and learn about all these trendy things and how to style and all that so um that's very interesting to me so it was after that um then there was the hackathon okay which we will talk about yeah and then there was like Mm -hmm. a data and insights to take your business to the next level so i don't like all the the sessions like kind of just congeal together because like I don't remember when anything happened <laughs> so yeah. like I don't remember I, who was speaking and when they were speaking or what they were speaking about like I I don't remember because it doesn't say in the program like who was speaking oh uh, okay and I think okay. that would have been helpful because mm. then I would have remembered like oh yeah it right. was that person right but no if, I don't I don't remember <laughs> if you go on the website it does say who was speaking oh okay perfect Okay. Cool. So, all right, let's talk about the hackathon because this is usually a big deal in the community. Everyone waits for the hackathon. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, I feel like the perception that I have of it is that it was very underwhelming to the people that were there. And then when I saw the post, I was like, this is, this means nothing to me. As someone who's a traditional seller, it means absolutely nothing to me. Um, Now, if you're a live seller, I'm sure you were thrilled with the things that they have done or what they're trying to implement. But as a traditional seller who sees all the mishaps and flaws that exist within the platform away from live selling, it's very upsetting or discouraging that there just is nothing, nothing related to it. So um, I should probably pull up their Instagram post because I honestly don't remember each thing that they said. I don't think they talked about anything. But one thing, I mean, it was a talk body life. I think that was the only thing they talked about. Well, they did talk about, (laughs) they did have a few things. They were smaller though than that. Like they have gift cards, gift cards. Yes. So that was the the first, first thing on their Instagram post is Posh Party Live. Let's get the Posh Party started in a whole new way. Posh Party Live is the newest type of party where you can share, shop and sell together now with live posh shows. We'll be testing this next evolution of posh parties in the US and Canada. All right. So what were your takeaways about Posh Party Live? Uh it was a little confusing. Like yeah. I yeah, because like I've never done like a share show or anything. So mm-hmm. I think it's very much just like a share show, but like on a larger level. And like so one of my roommates had like early access to the the posh party live thing and she was supposed to host a show on the wednesday night before but i don't think she ended up doing it but yeah they gave some sellers like early access to it and i still didn't understand even when she was like telling me about. i was like they showed us like on the screen like how it was supposed to go like you submit your items to this posh party live and then the host can pick your items and then you can even come on screen and talk about your item or you don't have to or whatever but like i i don't really I understand how so it's if like you have the a regular never hosted a party i've never hosted one of those things yeah. online where you you are the hostess of one of those po- the live the um the parties has anybody hosted yeah. a party before me neither mm-hmm. All right. Once. So, so I've watched Once. my girlfriend do it Once. and she has to go in, you know, days or hours in advance and pick all these favorites, host host picks, all the host yeah. picks. And she said her feed is nothing but for like the next six or eight hours, her feed is nothing but junk because it's all these yeah. people following her. Right. Th- that Those people probably had a different relationship to how it'll work. I've never done one of those. So I've just seen her do it. And I think there's, that's that it made more sense when you've done a, when you've hosted one of those things, I believe, and done, and done a live show. Then you're going to combine the two. Go ahead, Alex. Is what I get. I just feel like the parties, like it doesn't matter if you share to the parties in general, but I guess with the shows, they're trying to like make it a thing by having these like themed shows. And I don't know, maybe it'll help like, again, boost the the audience for some of these shows. If it's like a luxury show, It'll get more people sharing their item to it. I don't really fully understand it either, but you it have just to do sounds it like time. a posh party, like the traditional way. There's host picks, but it's live. Exactly. That's, That's basically exactly. all it is. Yeah, right. and you can, and it can be auctioned in that moment. That's right. the yeah. biggest thing is if a host picks it. It can now be auctioned when it's but shared. Who to that sets party. the price so point for the auction? You do. 
you do. Yeah, the, the seller does. The, normal. Yeah. The seller does. But it'll keep what it'll do is put people back on the platform because I notice I so notice how do you get notified? Your, I think it sends your, you a notification. You, yeah, it yeah. sends you something. Your item's getting ready to be auctioned. You better be present to handle okay, it. Okay, but what if I'm not present? Yeah, if you're not there, it won't it won't keep I'll going. do it. Okay. Like right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. I could see okay. there being a lot of people not present and that just I was gonna yeah. say, how many people are really gonna be present, especially the nighttime one? Like that's at 10 p.m., guys. I, I'm in bed. I'm right, there. right, right. See, for me, it's seven to nine at night, and it's a perfect time. I mean, that I, I wonder how all of you guys on the East Coast participate in those things. We're not because, going to. You know, <laughs> we don't. I know don't. exactly, exactly. It's great. I'm like, okay, but yeah. But for us, it's but it's also prime time, dinner, family time. For you guys you know, on the so, West Coast, yeah, right, it makes right. sense. But on mm -hmm. this side, no one cares. Right. Sorry, right, right. but we don't. I know, right? But that's when I make most of my most of my activity and sales happen in that. In the Same between seven and midnight. Yeah. That's when it right, happens. Right. Right. Um, okay, the next attention. one, which is interesting, but Poshmark Closet Beta, which isn't really anything yeah. new, it's been around. So it says earlier this year we began testing promoted closet beta in the U.S. to increase the visibility of listings to millions of shoppers on Poshmark. This program is part of our ongoing efforts to empower sellers with more tools to make sales and grow their businesses. Since launch, beta sellers using Promoted Closet experience an average of 80% increase in total listing views. That means more shoppers are seeing and engaging with your listings, and as a result, more shoppers are close to a sale. Uh, interesting, interested in beta, we're inviting all U.S. sellers, blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not really a hackathon thing, but sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have more data with the promoted closet. That would have been a and great And this is what we've all been talking about from day one. Can you please, now, if you want me to use this advertising tool, because that's what it is, can you please provide me with the specific data necessary so that I can see what people are actually doing? I don't care what sold promoted, because it's giving people a false identification of what promoted closet is. I want to know what's happening. What are they clicking on? And then what's happening after they click on that item? Are they staying on it? Are they moving to other things in my closet? What does that all look like? We won't get that for a long time. I can tell you that right now. It will be a long time. Did they even say anything regarding? I think no? I remember that they alluded to the fact that they knew they needed to do more data. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. but it was also the whole thing was, I mean, it was very topic there was no opportunity to have a negative response to anything there was no invitation to to chime in from the audience at all it was very pot everything was presented quickly and, and positively and superficially i think in everything there was no very positive everyone was very worse whispering a little bit and and promoted was doesn't work keep going like <laughs> i think they you know said, in the for every dollar for every dollar spent on average the seller is making $5, which doesn't sound great to me. <laughs> no, I think it depends on your average selling price and what your profit per piece is, which I think they can't give out those numbers. I think what right. they're doing is wrong by giving people this false pretense of like, you know, how much of a percentage that you're making, you know, it, it, it all varies. There's so many variables because when I'm using it, I'm seeing the benefit because of the types of items that I sell and what's happening in my closet. And that that budget that I'm paying every week is 
so minuscule compared to the sales that are coming in. So I don't care. But someone who doesn't sell the same price point as me is not going to have the same experience, even if they're selling, even if they have they're promoted at $20, that's going to be way different for them than me. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair for them to throw those numbers out. And I think I'm not surprised that they didn't say too much about promoted because there's a lot of backlash on it because they just, they released it and they didn't do their due diligence and have something out there for everyone that actually makes sense. They just did it like they usually do. And then it's like, well, we'll fix it when we get to it. Okay. But that doesn't work. (laughs) Especially when people are putting in their money. Yeah. There was an interesting, there was a good slice of the people there that had no idea what we were talking about, which was also interesting. <laughs> they hadn't been exposed to it. I know. And, and yet they're, they've committed to posh fest, but they're so not plugged in in so many other, it was interesting. Like just the buzz of what, what, what is this? Um, and then maybe they're very part-time and they just, yeah. yeah, or they didn't have it. Some people think they didn't have it, but they might've, they just didn't know. They right, they yeah. gave everybody at Posh Fest access to access. it okay. um, yeah. for two weeks. So they're only doing two weeks now, which when I started, it was four I weeks. Only got, I only got yeah. two weeks when I did it. Yes. Yeah. Four I got weeks four. makes such a difference than two. Yeah. yeah. Four weeks makes yeah. a big difference. And I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate as were you, Crystal. And Alex, did you do it? Yeah, I've had it for a few months now, I think. Did you do four weeks or two weeks? I've just kept it going. Free. For the free oh, for version. Free. Yeah. I think I got two weeks. Okay. The four yeah. weeks makes a big difference because you actually get to see how it works. Because week one, like nothing really happens too much. It's like the algorithm's trying to figure things out. Yeah. Week two, you start to see, <clears throat> excuse me, that jump in like the the algorithm. And then three and four, you start to see it kind of, it goes up, but it almost levels off and you get to see the ebbs and flows of it. And then as you continue, you you realize what those ebbs and flows are and when it kind of starts and stops. Two weeks is not enough time for people to test this thing out to commit. I'm sorry. It's even four weeks is pushing it. You yeah. want to you want to really test it? Give me three months. I think you need at least three months. Yeah. Absolutely. For the algorithm to catch on and figure Correct. out. What's- because at the end of the yeah. day, you hit on it. It's all AI. It's all algorithm. And it algorithm takes a long time. I mean, it's quick and it, and it understands things. But to really understand your buyer pool, it takes time. It doesn't happen in two weeks or four weeks. Has to get roots. Has to have roots. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It needs <laughs> to learn the behaviors to then perfect itself. That's what AI is all about. So, I mean, a little disappointed that they didn't acknowledge more of their faults with it instead of throwing out statistics of like, oh, 80%, blah, blah, blah. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> in, Period. In Phoenix, in Phoenix, there had been something that had caused some backlash. And I remember the guys up doing the hackathon were like the bombardment that they felt from the, from the field, from the tables was like, they were like, what is that didn't happen this time that they shut that opportunity. They made it so that wasn't going to happen. And um, because they fluffed over whatever they were presenting, it was, here's what we're doing conceptually, I guess. And then, and so therefore there was a lot of time. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. They didn't let that happen. And I felt like the whole, all, both days were very, there was not a big rush. You didn't feel, there was a lot of time to do meander, to meander. And therefore, I mean, I got a little sleepy. I got to, had to do the coffee, get a soda, you know, the one, the gal that I rode with when we were riding home, she said, I think we could have done all of that in one day. 
she <laughs> felt like it all could have been condensed into one day to really get what probably they not wrong them. probably now the the networking which is probably more than 50 percent of why people most most people go is to connect with the others more so than right. a lot of what the presentations are and they left a lot of room for that a lot of room for the community opportunities to happen and so i guess it's good or either way with whatever you're there for it's um it's good you know if you want to meet people that's it's it's a good place to do it mm. really good place so and wear your clothes I and mean, you know everybody like you know wants to be, see if, you know you want you want everyone was we were all stressing about what are we wearing today or tomorrow you know at least the crowd that i was with you know they all wanted to show their wares you know and it's, it's fun. It is because most of us work in sweats and t-shirts. <laughs> you know, we wear say uniform. the same. Like, I would just, I'd say the different same same shorts. I got three pairs of athletic black shorts. That's what I wear all the time, and t-shirts. <laughs> you know, so I it's envy nice you to guys. Get out in some clothes. Well, yeah, you know, but now I don't. Now I have. Now I get to wear a costume. <laughs> yeah, you do. You the do. Western, in the Western world, but it was a very meandering, slow energy. I mean, not energy, but a, it, it was nice that it was you didn't have you didn't feel rushed you didn't feel like you had to go get stuff done Good right or bad, I guess yeah yeah um next we have gift cards which is interesting that they felt the need to come out by coming soon by popular demand I don't know who's demanding gift cards but you can that's that's coming soon so honestly that was I, a big deal I like and I didn't put on it. a survey I want to say like yeah like years ago I asked for gift cards on a survey I remember that was like I remember that because I was like, oh, I want I would love to be able to like give my mom a Poshmark gift card because like she loves shopping on Poshmark. And like mm. I want to say this was like four or five years ago. <laughs> so my so dream has come true, Crystal. I asked for this. Right. <laughs> but it's they, my fault. <laughs> I mean, I just okay. Cash, I but I, I think works. it's just a basic thing to add to a website that really shouldn't be in a hackathon. <laughs> No. right no I, like I didn't get why it was such a big deal I, I mean I well I had a, an old boss of mine that was like if you ever put he told he's told us the story about his family giving him gift cards and he was like why are you taking my perfectly good money and putting it in a card for Abercrombie or wherever mm -hmm. give me cash cash spends the same like he just thought the gift cards were ridiculous for the especially ones that are assigned to a specific store give me a visa card maybe I don't yep. know. And that's so I that stuck with me. Like gift cards are kind of silly. I didn't get it. But okay. Okay. Yeah. Next they have auto listing, which I think is the one that some people were excited about. To me, it looks very clunky. So I'm I want your perspective yes. on it. Uh I like when I was watching it be done, I was like, this will be really helpful for live sellers. But I think that um it's not gonna be like it's not going to replace listing. Not right. at all. Like it, cause they basically said you want to take a picture of the front, the back and the tag, and then it will like this auto populate year. for you. But like, for me, I do vintage and I don't like, I don't always put the, the like brand name. There's not always a brand name. And like for something like that, I don't think it's going to work very well. So, but you know, if you're doing mm -hmm. like generic, mall brands if you're doing stuff like that 
it'll probably be great. You know, it's going to work for certain people. But I think if you're doing a, a live show and you just want to take stuff from your death pile and just kind of like, whoop, 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 like done. And then you have a listing. So. Well, there's already a quick list for live oh. shows. So mm-hmm. and it really doesn't take that long to do oh. okay. at this point. But my concern is that it's just going to make it so easy for anyone to list on Poshmark now that it's going to be really oversaturated more than it already is. Um, well, I think that's kind there. of their goal, unfortunately, yeah. because they but need it's good to for them. Right. They need to get <laughs> so many people on the platform to recoup all this money that they have lost in investments over the last few years. Um I think it's an interesting concept. I think what they do, I think Poshmark does this all the time, is they look to see what everyone in their community is using, what are they doing when they're listing, what are the tools that they use, and they try to replicate it in a way on their platform so that people stay on their platform even longer. Um, Because at the end of the day, that's what matters to them for their numbers that they need to show to now their new owner. So I think there's a lot of that that plays into it. How can we get more people to just stay on? Because all that activity really matters to us when we present information to people. Yes, there's a convenience factor to it, but we also know how clunky a lot of these things are when Poshmark first comes out with things. So I'll be curious to see what it is. I'll play with it. I think it's an interesting concept, but I I don't think it's something I'll use. They admitted that it's going to be clunky until it gets just like the promoted until it gets some roots and gets, you know, we're going to have to feed it to get it to be yeah. smoother. That's all. They they said that too. But I think it's a cool idea because I, I've been listening for 10 years and I'm just bored. And to have it, I mean, to sit there and have to type out Madewell stripes, sweater, long sleeve women's blah, 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 every single time, you know what I mean? Or I can cut and paste, but that's, you know, I got to go find it where on my sheet, you know what I mean? Like for it's to get the basics and then I just have to edit some of the little fun parts of it is going to be great for me. It's Personally, still, I think I like it's it. It's still not giving us like the description, like eBay, right. the AI descriptions on eBay is giving us. So you still have to put in a little bit of work. Oh. Yeah, but you still <laughs> got to do something in that description area. But it, if it can get me started on a, t- on a title, if I can... I mean, I don't know if where at what point it's going to do it, but right now I've got 25 drafts sitting there because I, I want to get to a computer. I don't want to, or I, I'll talk my titles sometimes, but I do them for my computer. And so it limits me as to when I can list. And because I type way faster than I use my thumbs, you know, or whatever. So if it can feed me all those titles to start with, I'll be way happier. I can do a lot. I more think it's going to be a while before we get to that list. Oh, I'm sure. Well, prob- <laughs> yeah, where, where it's going to put it in that process. I don't know. You know, a yeah. lot of people list it at the same time. They take pictures. I don't know. I build drafts. So, um, yeah, hopefully. That was fun for me. That one was cool. I like that one. I think it's an interesting concept. I'm curious to see yeah. how it will develop. Uh, the next one I see here is a coming soon. It's a multi-label shipping. Receive a bundle order. We're making things more simple and cost-effective. Now buyers can purchase additional standard shipping labels for multiple multiple package orders. I'm assuming this is mostly for live sales. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. 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 It's a big deal, apparently. It's big a deal for live sellers. Yes. Yes. Big deal for live sellers. Which I go ahead, Alex, there, if like, you want to explain. I wrote down notes on this. If it's over seven pounds then you'll get two five pound labels okay. for this. But you still have to pay 
as the seller. So it's not free. Oh. You're still paying for the additional label. Just not as much as before where you're paying like $18 if it's seven pounds. You know. Did they say the buyer pays it or the seller? Does the seller pay the extra seven? They expect the seller to. But I still usually reach out to the the buyers and see if they're willing to pay. (laughs) Yeah. That makes no sense that they would do it that way because like why why do we have to take on that extra like amount like that should be on the buyer they're buying the extra stuff they should pay the extra shipping like i thought this was going to be good because i thought they were going to be starting to charge buyer but that stinks okay i'm not excited about this (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a step in the right direction yeah Yeah. it is a little better yeah um, next, we have coming soon, host summary report. Pause show hosts can see a summary of their show performance with a list of key metrics across viewership, engagement, and sales. Um, I think that's important. As a live seller, you need to see what those analytics mm-hmm. are. So I think that's great. And then next, we have another coming soon, closet redesign. I don't think this is necessary, but sure. An updated look and feel for Ultimate Shopper Experience. We'll be releasing changes over time. Look out for the new updated interface. Okay, sure. I mean, that's yeah. not really. I think So they said for like PA2, it's going to like make us look stand out and make us look better or whatever. But I'm like, okay, so at the bottom of our listings, they have our stats. Right, and they say like ship time and whatever. Mine has been wrong since that came out. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna fix that or if my stats are just gonna be wrong. Like, I mean, my stats actually look me make me look better than I am because go with my, it. <laughs> yeah, so my ship time is like one point eight days, but it says same day shipping on my. Mine's my is the same thing, and I do not ship yeah. the same day. No, I've ne- I never ship the same day. <laughs> I always ship like at least next day, and I'm like. I don't know where they're getting this stat from because literally if I go into my stats, it says 1.8 days. So that's closer to two days. Mm. Like, I don't know. And like, I, I, I really don't know what, what it's going to look like, but if they're putting those stats up, I, oh, well, that's what it I looks guess. like. It looks like those stats are at the top, which fine, but like, yeah, can we fix the search function first yes, before please. we work please. on an interface? <laughs> right oh my god i mean no we all have traditional listings that's that's so 2020 you know? oh, yeah <laughs> who fixes the search yeah no forget it <laughs> who does that that's just crazy i mean let's be honest what's the number one thing people even live sellers have complained about since 2021 and it's the search it's still not fixed mm-hmm. Can we stop ignoring it? And can we please address the issue instead of saying, we don't see what you're seeing on our end? What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? I have sent Mm -hmm. them screenshots. I have had conversations and they're still like, well, I don't, we don't see a problem. Okay. If that's the stance you want to take, sure. But you want to know one of the main reasons why you're losing buyers on your platform? It is because of your search. Because I have people that I am friends with who are not resellers who have a hard time buying things on the platform because the search makes no sense to them and they give up. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not, well, I think some of the features are cool and will benefit 
certain people on the platform, I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm also a little disappointed that there was no conversations about the data. There was no conversations about the search. Like there are certain things that we've been asking over and over and over again, and it just doesn't happen. And I get that they have to cater to certain things because that's where the revenue is coming from. I completely understand that. That's just how business works. But you have a whole community of people who keep asking for the same thing and you just blatantly disregard. And I think that is the frustrating part of this year's Posh Fest for a lot of people who didn't go. Yeah. It, it wasn't an opportunity for that is what I get. It was like a birthday party where we don't talk about the stuff, the yucky stuff. We don't talk about, that's not the, this is not the forum for that. It's what I got out but of But they don't party, have a forum for it. Absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> and yet this was not it either. <laughs> but you they know, need to so create yeah. a forum for it within Poshfest because that would yeah. encourage people to not only go, but to have those conversations and they can have one-on-one FaceTime with FaceTime people. people. There was there a hackathon was- table set up the whole time. I will say that, that you could go get answers. You could go talk to programmers on site that you could, I didn't spend a lot of time there, but there was, that existed. So I don't know what people did with it, but. But did they really get the answers that we want? Do you know, like that, that's the other thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So they were taking notes on everything that people asked of them. Yeah. I do think they're receptive to what we say. I just don't think there's execution on a lot of it, maybe because their hands are tied, but there also is no follow-up as to why there's no execution. And that's the frustrating part. You can take notes all day long and say you're listening to us and you want the feedback, but if there's no follow-up, well, then what's the point of even talking to you? And us who have been in Poshmark for a long time can speak to it where people that are new, just they don't, obviously they don't have the same experiences as we do. Um, but it's becoming very frustrating. <laughs> it's becoming very frustrating. And then the news that we all received um, this week that they're shutting down UK, Australia, and India. Um, it doesn't scare me. Like I, some people are nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. to be nervous about. I think it was a business decision. The revenue is not there for it. The revenue is in US and Canada. That's it. Um, and and that's where they're going to focus their time and energy on. And hopefully that means that they'll start addressing these things that they haven't been addressing because now they can focus their time on it. Um, but I don't think anyone needs to be concerned about the news that came out. No. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, I, I think you're good. Oh, I don't think there's anything you, to worry you about. You want a fun fact? Uh, yes. A little tea. Um, Tell me. So I don't know if either of you met the uh, the group of girls from Canada. No, um, obviously not. They, <laughs> they were... Um, they were flown out and 100% paid for by Posh Canada. I heard there that. were six of them. There were six <laughs> of them. And um, I, re- I ran into one of them in the pool and we were chatting and she's a live seller in Canada. And she told me, yeah, they flew all of them out, I think from Vancouver and um, paid for hey, all of them to stay there. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, whoa, that's like more than U.S. does for anybody that speaks. That's interesting. Like, right. But also and I was like, some of the Canada sellers do sell in u.s because there's a way of doing that they do but these ones don't i don't think any of them had a u.s closet i think they were only on canada and um the girl i met she was talking about like how she's been doing live shows for a while and she's very successful at it i don't know if the other ones did live shows but like i don't know how they pick these people right right but i was like 
Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So now, okay, before we end, I want everyone to give their honest opinion. Was Poshfest worth it? And what was your number one takeaway? Liz, you go first. Was it worth it? I I suppose. Um, I don't think I need to go again for another three years because that seems to be my pattern. Um, if they do it anywhere other than driving, I'm probably not going to go because it was all in California. I mean, one take of gas to get home four hours was $101 filling up in San Diego. It was like, Jesus. And, you know, the rooms yeah. were re- decent. I mean, but it's a good thousand dollars ticket when by the time you pay for the ticket even with the meals they included you know we went to nice dinners both nights and they travel down there and all that good stuff if you flew that's even more so um and i don't i feel like i can connect with people even more so through instagram and so forth so i went for connecting to people in the past there's been a lot more tech technical stuff that we had access to like sharing this or you know the, the platform was evolving faster and now it's kind of i you know day one was was on um, live sales and i feel like that's what the majority of the people were there were for is that process you know and so a lot of people were brand new into the community as well so um i don't know that i would go next year or the year after i wouldn't spend the money or the time um and i'm glad i went let me put it that way mm. i'm glad i went i'm not per- i'm not a person that regrets things either so yeah um i met the gal that i wrote down there with she does lives randy she's really sweet and um that was fun meeting some people that are primitive in the system you know they're new at it and having that perspective was fun and and also there's some really neat people in this you know community so um i like poshmark in at the end of the day i'm still glad i'm here and i'm still um it's better you know I, i do ebay as well and i'm not it just it's totally a different yeah pocket for me so i'm glad i went and i don't think i need to go over here that's for sure and i <laughs> would don't you do say your, i don't do would you say that, so, your yeah. takeaway is live sales is what they're pushing yeah 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 absolutely and i, I don't blame this sorry crystal's cat is in yeah. video <laughs> oh my God. so cute so I mean, I have respect for everyone who does live sales and I, and I totally love it. And it's there for me to do. That's the right. other thing. It is not something that's, you know, for those people, it's, it's available for all of us. So, yeah. All yeah. right. Good synopsis list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Crystal, your turn. Right. Was it worth so it? And what was your takeaway? I would say it's worth it because I really like, I was, I wanted to go to San Diego and, um, I wanted to meet a lot of people that I got to meet and um, I did have fun like after Posh Fest like hanging out with people got to go to the pool I got to go see the beach I got you know I got to see a lot of stuff and but the Posh Fest itself like I was talking to to two girls there afterwards and they kind of like skipped out day two like after lunch and they were like next year we should just get tickets for the party and just not go to Posh Fest. And like they put on like a party. It was like it's a great party. It was it was it was like real crazy. Um but like I thought about that too, but I was like I like I would probably still want to like go and like see what they had to say. Um I don't know. If it's on the East Coast next year, I'll probably go. But I don't I'm not gonna travel, you know, across the country again. <laughs> Yeah. for that like at least not 
you know, next year. Um, I, I think it was fun. Um, a lot of it was super overwhelming for me and I definitely had to take some breaks and like step out and be like, you know, there's a lot, lot going on and especially at the party. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think I'd go again and I, I think it was fun. I, I wouldn't say it was the most valuable experience, like, you know, knowledge wise, but it was still fun. Was there a takeaway for you? Um, I don't know. Maybe that I just need to do some live shows. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going to succeed. That's fair. (laughs) All right, Alex, your turn. What was your, was it worth it? And then what was the takeaway? I mean, it was definitely worth it for me, especially since my ticket was reimbursed. (laughs) Well, in that Um, case, yes, it was very worth it. (laughs) um, It was just a great time to network. And yeah, like Crystal said, I, I didn't learn a whole lot, but I kind of went in knowing that was going to be the case. Yeah. Um, I would like to be more involved with social media. Um, and with live selling, it's not a huge part of my business. I honestly do it mainly to like clear out stale inventory and just kind of boost the algorithm. If that does anything. Um, so I'll probably keep doing it for that reason, but it's not something I really love doing, to be honest. <laughs> okay. We love honesty. <laughs> I'm definitely introverted. So it's, I'm surprised I even like started doing live site, live selling. Yeah. And Posh Fest was very overwhelming for me too. It was just so many people. I had to step away several times just to be alone for a moment. <laughs> Decompress. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and what was the, like a takeaway for you? Um, well, that live selling is kind of like the future of reselling, it seems like. So I, I'm going to try and embrace it. Uh, but also, yeah, the, the last party was very wild, I will say. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I need to detox for like the next year. So <laughs> uh, it was like- I also just want to say one thing. I know that they're pushing live selling on all of us, but I don't want like you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? If you want to add it in, add it in. If you don't want to add it in, then don't don't add it in or do it sp- yeah. like, sparingly. Um, I get that they want to push it. They have their own motives as to why they want to push it. Right. But you know, I I think everyone is allowed to sell however they want to sell. And if you feel comfortable doing it, then keep at it. But if you're not, then, then don't, don't do it like, or just do it when you feel inspired to do it. You know, um, I won't do it anytime soon, but who knows that may change. I'm open to change. Uh, but right now it's just, it's a commitment. It, yeah, is a it was really cool meeting Issa too. From oh the Global yes, I, I, she met so many of you guys. She loved it. And I'm, I'm one of her students. So I'm oh. like trying to move towards more like lower volume, high profit items. Yeah. So really the live selling is probably going to fizzle out as I get rid of those lower, yeah. lower profit items. So I don't know if yeah. I want to continue to do it, but for now I'm going to keep keep doing it. Yeah. And we'll see where we're at with live selling next year. I mean, Poshmas yeah. will be totally different next year when it comes to all this. So 
I really appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your insight with everyone and your experiences and being honest about it. Cause I think that's the most important part of it all is we all need to be honest about it. Uh, I hope you guys are listening, found it helpful and yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, of course. Bye. Bye.